Well, recording has started. Good morning, good morning. This is Pastor Rob Hale, and this is Withered Hand Ministries on the Faith-Filled Adventure Program here on the Common Church as well as on Facebook. Amen. Uh, later as we go on, we try to get the other platforms involved too. Right now we're just transferring the video uh, here from the Common Church. As y'all can see over Association of Christian Truckers, I got my old shirt on from them, and where I was a recognized chaplain with them for many years in the trucking industry. Uh, shout out to Mark Hewitt in uh, Brownstown, Illinois. Uh, all those good people up there down there, Brother Phil Durstein down in Florida. Anyway. Love them truckers. Was one myself for 30 years. Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Day 80. Now, let's just pray. Father God, Lord, we thank you for this day. We ask you to bless it and nourish it, Father God, to our well-being. Father, bless this service, Father God. Feed us with the insights from your missionary, John DeRise, and fill us with your goodness and your mercy, Father God. Calls us uh, to move our feet as the author would say, in Jesus' name, and step with you. Amen. All right. Today, 80 and 80. The author writes, I suppose it would happen only in North America. In this part of the world, pragmatism is so entrenched that Christians run prayer experiments, run prayer experiments. We put our, we put our trust only in methods that work. A church decided to see how important it is to pray before contracting before contacting neighbors. They selected at random a neighborhood of 160 houses near the church. They divided the area into two sections and asked the congregations to pray intensely for one section of 80 houses. But prayer was not a high priority for the other section of 80 houses. After a period of prayer, the church planned to contact all the houses in the neighborhood. The church secretary would ask the people in the neighborhood if they had any prayer needs and would like to have someone from the church call on them to discuss those needs. After the set period of prayer, the church secretary contacted all 160 homes, asking the same question and using the same approach. By phone, she told them who she was, explained that the church was willing to include all who lived in the neighborhood in their prayer program and asked if they had any specific prayer requests for which the church could intercede. She also offered to have a couple call if the neighbors had matters they would like to talk about for prayer. When she called the 80 homes, she had not been prayed for. She found that only one person responded with a prayer request. But when she called the 80 homes that had been deliberately prayed for, she found to her amazement that 67 of those families responded with prayer requests, and more than 40 of them asked for visits from the church. This is what Jesus had in mind when he spoke about rest. When we are yoked to Jesus and we begin on the foot he begins with, that is prayer, our task is lifted up in the wind of the Spirit and supernaturally sails along. I learned this lesson in a unique way in my work for Missions India. While attending a prayer seminar, I was challenged to choose if I were a pastor between hiring a full-time director of music 
or a full-time prayer for the church. It took me only a moment to decide that I wanted the professional intercessor. I got so excited about the idea that I challenged the Board of Mission India to change the job description of one of our staff members to be exactly that. When the board balked, I threw, it, I threw out a sign. If God would bless this strategy so that income would go up beyond anything we would have expected from hiring a fundraiser in the coming year, we would know that God, this was God's will. The board went along with the challenge, and Mission India hired a full-time professional intercessor. This person, in turn, started our India Intercessor Program, involving nearly 7,000 families who received mailings twice a month, highlighting several specific prayer requests for each day. See information on at missionindia.org. In the first year of this massive new prayer ministry, the mission grew substantially, far beyond what any one fundraiser could have been expected to do. And God has been <laughs> opening unexpected doors ever since. I shared this story with a friend of mine in India, who then told me that God had led him to do much the same thing in the same year, 1992. He had labored with little mission in a city in the heart of India for about 10 years and fewer than 20 little houses, house churches had started. He and his wife had burned out, or burned out and tired. He then decided to hire professional intercessors and to begin his mission work in prayer, not with human effort. A few years later, he had 22 people reporting for prayer work every day, and the mission exploded to more than 160 little house churches in those few years. Are you being carried along by Jesus on the wind of the Holy Spirit? Or are you trying to carry Jesus along? It may be so simple a matter as being out of step with the Savior. To be yoked is to be in step. And when this when that happens, we find that we task that the task is easy and light, for he is pulling with us. When prayer is first and work is second, we are in step with Jesus. With the work arising out of prayer, we shift from, from working in human power to working in divine power. Are you attempting to run your spiritual life on a human power base? Starting with human effort in planning and then trying to bless your efforts with a word of prayer. Reflect and discuss. What would your action be if your church proposed to hire a professional intercessor? Meditate. The most important step is the first step, the step of prayer. Uh, well, I'm liking this book 110%. This gentleman is coming with the voice of experience and giving us the evidence that goes with it. Why pray? Why pray? Think about that. What, what a, he's given us all the reasons to pray and to pray first. It should be the first part of our life, first part of our day, first part of the end of our day, the middle of our day. Pray without ceasing. And everything give thanks. For this is the will of God concerning you. 
rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. Thank you, Lord. That's all I can say. Thank you, Lord. You've given each and every one of us, whether you're mute or not, whether you're blind or not, whether you're deaf or not, we have the ability to pray. We have the ability to intercede. And obviously, obviously from this book, that our warfare is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in high places. And the way we war is through prayer and then action according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Remember, Jesus is the shepherd and we are but sheep. And it is the sheep who follow the shepherd. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his countenance to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May his great love just lead you and guide you, surround you, fill you to overflowing, even out of agape love, and his presence of peace lead you and guide you and direct you in every which way you should go. We speak it now in the precious holy name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. All right. Goodbye and God bless. Love you all. In Jesus' name.